Welcome back. This is a Faith Worth Having podcast. I am Rhonda Johnson. I'm Mari Sandifer. And I'm Sue Rosecrans. And this is our 22nd episode. And Ooh. we are quickly... 21st was last time, I think. Yep. Um, unless I've lost count, which no, is possible. Right. Okay. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, um, we are quickly coming on to um, Mary Poppins, which we're all, we're all in involved. Yeah. At Grace Community Church. And yeah, lots of fun tricks, um, dance moves that scare me, but hey, yes. and um, we'll get it. And I'm singing tenor. Well, I, so my, we're together. I know, I'm and I am Rhonda. actually glad, but yes. I am having yeah the tenor part. I, I've someone never said as done long as you no, tenor Kendra, before. I hope you're not listening, but someone said as long as you're on pitch. And you hit something, you're fine. In the court. You have to be, as long as you're in the court. Well, of course, yeah. of course. Well, that's what yeah. we're all thinking. Then when the I course. heard that, like, the the one above was the mm-hmm. main, um, yeah. I kind of jumped up there, and I like that. Well, and, and now that I'm singing tenor, there are some really low notes that yes. I'm not used to singing. I can hit them, but it's not yeah. as comfortable as I thought. I probably am a little co- more comfortable with notes a little higher. But it's not that I can't hit it. And you know, like most theatrical productions, we have us less men than women, oh, and so you, need men, you need yeah. men. Right. You need men, and you need some women voices down yeah. there. It's not yeah. like you can't. It's just a note, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> but it's you know, try it. Some of this <laughs> stuff is like there's like six parts in here, and I'm like, wait, it's, which it's one's mine? So and it is going to be really cool. Be beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but uh, the set is amazing, and there's just the so much going on, and yeah, and um, so does anybody off their head know the dates of the show? Uh, I know it's the last weekend in, um, yeah, get your phone. I know it's the last weekend in October. And then the first weekend in November. And the first in weekend November. in November. I okay. think it, I think we open, I feel like we open on a Friday. Yeah. And it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then we, I almost feel like we have a th- but we had Thursday show. I think we open on a Thursday. Is it opening on a Thursday? And it's not. It's not in my calendar. Uh, <laughs> so I've got to get something about that. Are you go to the website? Go to the Grace website. Okay, that's Grace, just really funny Grace that it's Church. not on my calendar. I should actually know <laughs> yeah. those. We're obviously okay. We have true confessions because otherwise we would know this. Um, yeah. Is that we are recording this podcast earlier, than it, earlier than it would be published, and we thought, oh, we'll talk about Mary Poppins, and yeah. we're like, maybe we should so refresh yeah, the we, details yes. first. Perhaps we because, sound knowledgeable I, before we. Well, and I promise I'll put them on the facebook page yes yeah. my facebook or, page the, the yeah. tickets and all that stuff right um so I will too. let's all do that and yes, yeah the show and yeah. even though we're a part of grace uh the honestly have it, it grace we they really do an amazing job really with did. stuff it's totally worth it if you have any desire if you have any real love for theater if you love storytelling if you'd like the spectacle these these kinds of things we'd actually do it really well and the tickets are really cheap don't be turned off so yeah don't it's not not a typical church production production (laughs) of anything we've ever done professionally run amazingly and you know we're in the, like we're in the chorus, so it's not like we're tooting, to, tooting <laughs> yeah, our own horn, you know. None of us um, are playing Mary or Bert. No, I I have uh, like three lines that I I'm run run off pulse. stage in the yeah. opening monologue. Oh, you know, right. Run, run, run! I'm done. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't think I have any words, but I I get to be in a I don't know some kind of family ensemble. Yes. Person, yes. yes. So. We should probably stop talking since we don't know very much about what's going on. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about prayer. Oh well, of course. Prayer warrior or not, I've been called a prayer warrior. The term didn't seem to agree with me. Oh, I know it was meant as a compliment 
for which I'm honored and thankful, but I don't see myself as a prayer warrior. I started to think about the term and try to figure out why it didn't feel like it fit me. I guess when I think of a prayer warrior, I think of someone spending hours praying, battling in the hidden trenches, exhausting themselves on behalf of others, and always, always on their knees. Well, I can definitely tell you that that description does not describe me in my prayer life. But the more I thought about it, I do value prayer. I do pray often. I do believe in the power, the literal power of prayer. I believe prayer can create an unseen connection with those I'm praying for. I believe with all my heart, prayer changes things. And I believe prayer transforms lives. So if I'm not a prayer warrior, what am I? Now, as I thought about the question, I landed on a definition of what I like. Um, I, what it comes to when I think about my prayer life. I'm a prayer conversationalist. So what's that? What's a prayer conversationalist? I just pray throughout the entire day as if I'm having an ongoing conversation with God. As people come into my mind, I lift them up. If feelings of thankfulness flood my heart, I might say a simple thank you. If I'm feeling frustrated and I can take a breath instead of losing it, my prayer is just, help me, Jesus. I have a friend who has replaced cussing with prayer. <laughs> so when she's super frustrated and upset and a slur of choice words used to come flying out of her mouth, she's trained herself to pray. And I think that's awesome. We often say, all I can do is pray. I wish I could do more. I've actually said that myself. And it is a ridiculous thought. I could bring you a meal, or I could ask the commander of the universe, the one who keeps the earth spinning at a thousand um, miles an hour, seemingly without uh, effort, the master of all life, the conqueror of every evil, the one who paints evening skies with pastel pinks, blues, finishing off with vibrant golden translucent orange, our redeemer, our restorer, I could ask him to help you. Yep, I could send over a tuna casserole. Or I could stand on the floor of the throne on your behalf. I could wail and call out for assistant where all the power and glory and heavenly strength lives. I could make spaghetti or lasagna. Or I could kneel before Jesus, who loves you more than you will ever know. And with his scarred hands is reaching out to comfort and protect you. Bring food or call down all the resources of heaven above. Write a check, give cash, or with shameless audacity and crazy faith, demand a miracle. Claim a healing or confront the darkness. Protect the fallen, reversing the pain, flipping the script. Standing on your knees means what really matters is the unseen. A faith worth having wages war against all the evil one throws our way. Don't get me wrong, food and support are vital for those suffering and struggling. A meal can be the way someone feels God's love and care in the midst of untold heartache. I know I am guilty of underestimating the power of prayer. But I'm learning as I daily intercede for those I love the immense power we literally have at our fingertips. I start my day with about a half an hour of time to connect with God. The regular stuff. I read my Bible and pray. Basically continue my conversation with God. My job doesn't allow me much time to sit and think. But when an unexpected morsel of calm or even quiet comes up, my mind's ready. I've already been chatting with God all morning. I just continue our conversation. Someone may have told me of their struggle. or So that's right there on my mind. 
and I go and I pray. Or God may bring someone to my mind, and I pray. Often I try and text whoever I've been praying for, and I've already shared the power of the text. If you think about someone, text them. If you pray for someone, text them. If you know someone is struggling, text them. I began saying I'm not a prayer warrior. I guess I do end up spending hours praying and battling in hidden trenches. I don't feel I exhaust myself for other, on others' behalf, but I do feel that I converse with God throughout the day, and I am standing in the gap. I am a connection to the supernatural for those I love. And though I'm rarely down on my knees these days, I do feel as I stand on my knees, I have a front row seat to God's miraculous power and abiding love through prayer. Prayer. Okay, I'm a little convicted. I don't know that my <laughs> prayer life is as good as it should be. Honestly, uh, it just isn't. Um, I do pray, and I pray for people, and right. I am totally comfortable praying, but I don't I don't know that it's my strength right now. Right. Um, I do remember, however, um, I and I, I pray for big things as well as little, and, you know, we're going as a country and as a world, we've got all this stuff with terrorism and, right. you know, the... Um, ISIS and I, you know, all that kind of horrible stuff that's going around in the world. And sometimes it is very much, we can't make a dent. We can't think. You feel that way with. However, right. however, I'm old enough to have lived through enough of the cold war. Right. And I remember the prayer right. and I was a part of crew camps right. crusade for Christ. Right. And in the late, in the early eighties and or in the mid eighties, I guess, but not really mid eighties. And I, we had these prayer crests and we would pray for stuff cool. going on behind the iron curtain and stuff wow. that was going on in Eastern Europe. And I had friends that lived over there for six months, a year, and you would hear reports about what's going on and that kind of thing. And I remember the night when we started getting reports of people standing on the wall. Yeah, that was pretty And hitting the remarkable. wall. Yeah. And I had friends that had lived over there, mm -hmm. and they, we Jill literally stood in there. front of the television going, is this yeah. really happening? Yeah. And all of our faith, all of our faith of God is going to bring healing and yeah. redemption to yes. those nations and yes. open, tear down this wall yeah. and open it up for the gospel. All those things that we had prayed so fervently, we were a little shocked when it started happening. Yeah. Like you don't believe your own prayer. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, dang, it worked. And yeah. <laughs> within, um, uh, within a, you know, a cup a year or so of that i took my first international trip ever and i went to bulgaria i was in bulgaria a, just a few months after the they had raided the communist headquarters and kicked all the dudes out and i'm not sure exactly politically what was going on but that you could still see the smoke Sure. On on yeah. on the outside of the building where mm -hmm. some of that happened, and we're you know I remember I we we had a handful of Bibles that we brought with us, not a big distribution but a handful, and I remember sitting with this lady and in broken English talking about prayer and her trying to explain things, and literally the way that we communicated is I would turn to a Bible verse and find the reference in English, yeah. then I would help her find it in her. Bible wow. in Bulgarian and she would read it so and we were awesome. trying to communicate with that and you know and meeting people who 
you know, showed me their booklet and they were like, oh, well, this is what we learned. I'm like, well, how did you teach? And he would find this booklet and I, he would show it and, I, and he would be explaining it to me. And I go, how did you know that? Oh, someone from Germany, whatever, came over and taught us and they wrote this down and then we got together and yeah. then that, that was the stuff they were distributing everywhere. And then within a few months we were working on um, what ended up being called something called the Scarlet Thread. And it was this slideshow that used classical artwork to tell the story of the Old Testament, starting from creation and ending with the coming of Christ. Wow. And we, we, it was in Russian. It was three 20-minute programs, if I'm remembering correctly, in Russian. And my job was to coordinate with the, with the, um, uh, uh, museums to get the rights to use them and it was you know i was like and the whole goal was to teach people in a very quick entertaining and culturally relevant way because we tried as much as possible to use russian and middle in in eastern european art um what was happening and what those stories were about and the fact that they were really there and the idea here what i'm talking about um prayer is that that is the power of prayer and yet Mm -hmm. Even in our own faith, we can be surprised by its right. real power. Well, so. I think my point, too, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing story and an awesome yes. lesson for all of us is yes. that I don't think we all have to have the same methodology or view of prayer that, like, it can be a conversation throughout mm-hmm. the day. And he can use any way. Absolutely. He can make it bear fruit. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the glory. Yeah. And yeah. that there will be big things like that that we almost didn't believe could happen, yes. can happen. Yes. And then there'll be little tiny things that you won't even ever really... You don't remember saying it. Or you don't um, get to know that that prayer was answered. Mm -hmm. Until after. Yeah, yeah, that it's all over. Then that's why I like the word conversationalist. Obviously, they were prayer warriors for the, Mm -hmm. you know, that wall to come down. But I just, I think you can pray just throughout your day, your everyday day, and make just huge impacts and not yeah. realize. It doesn't yeah. have to be just a big deal. You don't have to go off some corner. Right, right. And kneel and... Or stand in the corner, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also was convicted um, in a different way. I I do pray continually throughout the day. I'm a big get on my near. Oh. But when I'm honest with myself, I'm pretty sure 95, 96% of my prayers are about myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that I can, if left to my own devices, I can be incredibly selfish and worried about Mariville, and and so um, I have found that when I have taken the time and have prayed for other people, it has changed my day for the better. And maybe I haven't realized yet that that was why, but definitely now I'm going to be more, you know. Um, what's the word? I'm going to be more cogni- cognizant, cognizant, cognizant of yeah. uh-huh. what I'm praying yeah. and um, keep a journal and maybe say, you know, how did I feel today? And perhaps that had something to do <laughs> with the idea that we got my mind off myself oh, for yeah. 10 minutes. Well, yeah. Oh, great. You know, yeah. and uh, it's embarrassing to be learning that at the age of 51. No. But, um, but let's go with that. It. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but, but I, I am amazed at his faithfulness. Amen. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, we got to get different mics because Mari keeps hitting hers. Okay. All right. So, just saying. Oh, sorry out there in fun. That excited. little click, she yes. gets excited and she gestures so and might, hits the we mic. We might try a studio. And see yes. All right. But anyway, so thank you so much yes. for joining us. And that, uh, yeah, pray. 
without ceasing, all the time, conversationally. It works. It's good. It makes me think differently. And so, thanks for joining us. Um, this is Faith Worth Having. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.